Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 102, episode 4 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah. Yeah. Wow, guys. Really <laughs> bringing the energy today. Yeah. Uh, this show is a production of yeah. iHeartRadio, uh, yeah. number one in podcasting. Get excited. Oh, mm. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries fuck. and fuck Fox News. Wow. Uh, it's brave, Thursday, brave. October 3rd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Dude Flying Tic Tacs came here from above. I can feel my brain get shot with rays. The Russians have shit that's strong enough. Oh, Oswald didn't get shot. Oswald didn't shoot JFK from above. It was the Secret Service, Miles Gray. I'm telling you, man, this shit is nuts. Oh, that is courtesy of Crispy Crispy Mean Donut. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Impeachment comes from the Nan, C. Pelosi and her fans, and inquiries going down. And y'all know I'm Miles of Gray, and I do impeachment every day, while high as fuck, so let's do this thing. Yeah. Bomb. Thank you, latent <laughs> explosion. Wow. Miles requesting the bomb. Uh, please clap. Thank, Thank you <laughs> again to uh, another exacta from Crispy Meme Donut. Mm. What was your Christy song? Christy Main. That was uh, uh, Peaches by the President of the United States of America. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know Deep that cut. one. I only know you don't know that one? Lump by them. Dude, that was like their other one that everyone loved because moving through the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. You don't remember that? Nah, man. You didn't have that cassette tape? It's lump. It's lump. It's actually, that one I it, can't not remember. It's gum, actually. Is it? No, that oh. was the Weird Al version of Weird it. Weird Al did <laughs> You don't remember that? I, he did I a don't. whole video called It's Gum. I had a period where I thought I was too cool for Weird Al. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Then I came back to Earth. I like Weird Al, but I don't like how many like boys in middle school were like, you don't listen to Weird Al? Like, <laughs> so I was like very late to Weird Al because they're like, what do you mean you don't listen to Weird Al? It's just like, you know, when enough shitty people recommend something right. to you. Yeah, I was the same way with like Danny McBride stuff where there's like all these fucking losers in college yeah. who are like, what do you want? Who are into it. <laughs> like no. they're into it for like, the wrong reasons. And now yeah, you're fully gemstoned. at you. Yeah. Now I'm a member of the gemstone. <laughs> now you are actually, well, who are you? Well, I, 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 I think that honestly me and my boyfriend occasionally have some Judy BJ energy going on. <laughs> 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 that is the greatest couple. <laughs> One of my favorite couples of all uh, in the history of you fiction. You changed since you started singing and dancing at church. <laughs> church. <laughs> That's so fucking great. Uh, shit. Well, that that uh, voice you you hear oh, yeah. <laughs> in our third seat is the one, the only, uh, the number one face on Mount Zeitmore. Maybe we should just make a. A Jefferson Zeitmorial that's wow. just oh. Jamie Loftus. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. You're thinking of Lincoln. You did the arm pose of Lincoln. Yeah, but people didn't need to okay. hear that, Miles. <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> We're thrilled and, to be joined by Jamie Loftus. Jamie, Jamie, Ooh. Jamie, Jamie. Please don't.
don't cancel us even though you can. <laughs> Your feet, they are beyond compare. A five on wiki feet, and there is no way we can become a swole sauce meme. <laughs> oh, wow. that was, that that was, was That's great. deep. Yo, that's going back into fucking canon yeah. right there. Yeah. Swole sauce, Lazlo? Yeah. Swole sauce. That was, I, I appreciate. That was like, or Zazlo. Two boyfriends friends ago. Laszlo? Laszlo, <laughs> yeah. Was it Laszlo or Zazlo? I think it was swole sauce, Laszlo. Whatever it was. Sure, he's left my hope life. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom, yeah. I hope the gym is treating you well. Uh, that's from Thomas Burnscully at Dr. Thomas DBS. That was great, hey, Thomas. Was, thank you. Well done, sir. Uh, or ma'am. Uh, Jamie, mm. it's great to have you here. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. I've been very good. I'm excited. I brought for I brought a surprise today. Uh, what? Oh. Well, I, it's my underrated. So oh, okay. Cool. I just have to like clench until then. Oh, one Uh-oh. thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I was like, it's inside of my uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen your live show. <laughs> so. uh, oh, one thing I want to quickly point out. Yesterday when we were talking about the yes. Joker- um, I fucked up. Well, no, a listener pointed out a very interesting statistic because I think this does get lost a lot in the topic of talking about like mass shootings and a lot of crimes that statistically only 5% of violent crimes in the U.S. are committed by people with serious mental illness. And I know like a lot of the discourse, especially around mass shootings and things right. in the media, there's always like a immediate sort of run to mental illness as an explanation. And, you know, I don't want and we definitely don't want the show to sort of perpetuate some kind of negative stereotype that all crime or crimes are disproportionately committed by people with mental illness, because truly what we're talking about is just people who are vulnerable rather than dangerous. So, yeah. you know, just going forward. You yeah, know, absolutely. We're checking our language. It's we don't want to be ableist. Overly know? represented both just because I think that's a common myth. It's like something people just assume is the explanation a lot of the time and also because the NRA would like for it to be the explanation right. yeah. in a lot and of cases. And it was really, I was thinking back on that of just like how pushed that narrative was, especially like around like 2012. I think there was like a couple of years where I believed that too because it was so sure. pushed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look, God's working on all of us. Yeah. That's true. So we're trying to do better day by day. Uh, well, Jamie, we're going to get to know you a little bit better uh, in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about Trump wanting... He's Trump! He's Trump! Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, I think he's brain dead. Uh, his latest... His latest kind of five-year-old kindergarten or drawing uh, idea for saving the country. Uh, We're going to blow that whistle. Uh, We are going to... Thank you, short dog. I do love that cue. (laughs) It is fun. We're going to look at the the fact Republicans do not seem to be fully acquainted with the the current scandal uh, and some recent polling that, that is... Sort of surprising. Uh, we're going to ask the question, whatever happened to Trump's promise of 4 to 6% annual growth? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right around the time that he took over. The economy was moving in the right direction. He was like, and now for this tax cut, and uh, it's going to really start rocking. Uh, I'm going to read a quote from him where he says, that's when we're really going to start to rock. Ugh, um, nasty. We're going to uh, send out love to Bernie Sanders, yeah. who's uh, having some health issues. Uh, look at the trial of that Dallas cop who shot both of them, John, and killed him uh, while he was eating ice cream. 
we're going to talk about a psychiatrist did a study of 400 movies uh, and told us who is the most realistic psychopath. Uh, so we will mm-hmm. let you guys know about that. Uh, lying to your kids can make them liars, apparently, which I don't agree with. Uh, and <laughs> I think it's time to declare a war on an entire generation. So we Wow. But which one? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, the silent generation. Uh, <laughs> oh, are they dead? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what's gen- That's why they're silent. That's right, they're bitch. Fucking dead. Which is the one? <laughs> is there a name for the kids that are being born right now? Oh, no. Gen they A? They haven't done anything. Gen, Gen A. A. Gen A. Gen Forrest A. Gump. A lot of Forrest Gump. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Dear God, please make me a bird. It's a hot, Still haven't seen it. Hot Gump. Gump day. <laughs> hot Gump. Hot, hot pile gump. of Gump. Hey, we got Hot Gump over here. <laughs> Wait, you haven't seen Forrest Gump? No. That's amazing. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Jamie. Yes. First, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Ooh, I've been I've been doing some really cursed searches. Uh, one was Billy Zane hat. Uh-huh. Uh, Billy Zane's got a lot of hats, and uh, I was accidentally in a picture with him the other day. No. Uh, yes. What okay. Mean, accidentally. It was okay. So I I was at the Following him robot. <laughs> so it was an accident because usually I don't actually manage to get him in the picture. <laughs> right. No, but I was at the uh, robot chicken. Like the new season just came out, and so I went to like the big event that they were doing, in which you wrote on, and which which I did write on. Uh, please clap. Uh, please. <laughs> uh, so so I was there, and I well, you know I brought uh, my boyfriend Isaac BJ was with me, and we went. And uh, he Isaac was being weird, and he's like, "Hey, go stand over there. I'll take your picture." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's right. like, "Go stand over there. I'll take your picture." And <laughs> it's like, because... Isaac, this is so unlike <laughs> you. I was like, what the fuck? Why is are going? you speaking to me with clen- through clenched teeth? <laughs> right? And then he's like, "You're making a scene." <laughs> <laughs> what? But then he like walked really far away to take the picture, and it's because Billy Zane was <laughs> <laughs> nearby in a hat on the phone, and Hell so there's yeah. like this oh. very bizarre picture of me and then like 15 feet away Billy Zane's on the phone and so I just wanted to see what kind of other hats he's got and then I've also been searching I was trying to find this uh, radio segment that I used to work on in Boston uh-huh. so all my Boston heads if you ever listen to the Carlson and McKenzie morning zoo radio show hell yeah uh, they had this segment during the holidays called Ernie the Elf and Ernie the Elf was my first comedy job ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, you, you wrote would, Ernie the Elf. I briefly in 2013 ghost wrote Ernie the Elf. Ernie, uh, parents, if your kids are around, cover the area. Yeah. I know don't we don't spoil, spoil the magic yeah. of Ernie. Well, Ernie, Ernie the, the Elf <laughs> is naughty, naughty. Oh yeah. <laughs> he goes around and he says, "You suck." <laughs> <laughs> It was a uh, really brilliant, inspired work. I was look. Yeah. I was trying to find my old Ernie stuff, and I couldn't, couldn't find, find it. it. No, it was removed could from you, the website. You could probably contact the station, right? Yeah, but I'm just. I do. I want to be the person's like I ghost wrote Ernie the Elf six years ago, and I want to know <laughs> what a bad job I did. I, right, I'll do it on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, listen, I thought I'm, that uh, the 2013 round of Ernie the Elf was particularly strong. I'm <laughs> actually um, writing a book 
on Ernie the Elf? And I'm very curious. I need this for archival purposes. It was just one of the radio hosts with his voice pitched up two octaves saying, you suck. <laughs> like, They're like, this I is genius, Loftus. You I, suck? Oh, man. Boston Zeitgang, if you guys remember Ernie the Elf, uh, please reach out. Let us or know. Or if you even yeah. might have recordings. Yeah. You know, maybe you, someone out there. If more. you've been dutifully documenting every Ernie <laughs> appearance for the past 900 years, while I was trying to find my Ernie segments, no luck. Mm. Shit. Mm. Mm. What is something you think is overrated? Overrated masked singer spoilers. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't care. It's like Wait, what? What did you say? Masked singer spoilers. What you tell that? me who's the what? The masked singer, Miles. Oh, oh. The oh, masked singer. People oh, give a fuck my. about that? Seems so <gasps> wounded. I, I, I really give a fuck <laughs> oh, about really? it. And I haven't had time to start watching. I liked that they showed nonstop masked singer promos during the Emmys, even though they weren't nominated. And they were just like, it's cool. It's cool. We actually are going to really start to shine in season two. <laughs> 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 they were so, the masks get so, bigger. Yeah. It's like, I, I related with that. It's like, oh, we didn't get nominated. But you know what? It's We're, we're just stronger than ever now. Uh, but someone spoiled the first week of the mass singer for me Mother and now i can't fucker i haven't gotten to watch the season premiere yet and someone told me who egg was oh, oh man shit. all right can we do a quick spoiler and people who don't want it spoiled Spo- like well sp- actually no never mind <laughs> i was gonna say what in the show is are their voices changed or it's just basically a person singing with their regular voice just behind them you just don't know who they are that's like if you real- know the voice you could probably maybe if you knew if you were like a fan of someone that's the main flaw of the show is if they're a famous singer you can Always tell. Tell who it is. Always, right. always. Gladys Knight was on last season. She was the B. What? The whole time, you're like, the B is Gladys Knight. She's not going to get kicked off. <laughs> right. And the Peacock was Donny Osmond, and it was so obvious. That's so strange that they had Donny Osmond and Gladys Knight going against... NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown. I know. It's also, weird. this apparently made him... Uh, a, a very horrible human being. Oh no! Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's gone in a very well, what, how, dark what, direction. Yeah, is he? Boy. Is he? Does is he even on an NFL team? Because he had a lot of what, like sexual harassment shit. Going no, on? no, sexual assault. Oh fuck! Like, very, Jesus very hor- See, horrifying things. Leave that. After leave having the NFL a alone. season or an off season where he froze his feet to like he went into one of those hyperbaric chambers uh-huh. and his feet were like frozen, so they were like super injured, and then he like made it so that the Raiders didn't even want him on their team. And, like, he had been a pretty unremarkable, like, off-field person prior to The Masked Singer, but he really let The mask go to his head. God, that's Um, so... And The Masked Singer does not... uh, is not opposed to putting, like, problematic people on stage because Jenny McCarthy is one of the judges, and so is Robin Thicke. (laughs) Oh, wow. So it's, wow. Know, it's a troubled Fox production. But I will say that last season, do you guys know who won last season? T-Pain? Yeah. T-Pain. And oh, he, right. He beat Donny Osmond, and it was a really exciting night for everybody. Yeah, oh, because yeah. I, I had heard that even before uh, Mass Singer, that he is actually secretly a great singer. He has a who gorgeous voice. He's amazing voice. Yeah. Who chooses not to use it. Right. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, so don't so don't spoil the mass singer for people. That's yeah. It's it's already wow. don't spoil season two. We did just spoil the shit out of season one. But yeah, that is I like okay. someone who you might go. Know you know what? I'm gonna start this show. Right. Right. Season one. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Uh, what is something that you think is underrated? Yes. Okay. So uh, 
was underrated is this thing at CVS that I've been wanting for years. The pharmacy CVS? Yes. Okay. Okay. So in 2017, I went to CVS and I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have much disposable income two years ago. So I, I was walking around the Halloween aisle as you do. And there was this little toy called Twerking Mummy. And <laughs> he was so cool. And I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, oh, it's $20. I can't really pay $20 yeah. for twerking mummy. I'll get it next year. And then next year came around, no twerking mummies anywhere. Uh, I was I was like, fuck, I should have just put twerking mummy on a credit card. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, was, away. I was so mad at myself. Yeah. And then last week, I was walking through CVS again because I go every day. And twerking mummy was back. I got him here. Let me see. What? what? I brought him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> His ass is so big. Wait, why is Twerking <laughs> Mummy trying to look back at it, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twerking Mummy is looking. Look. So Twerking Mummy is looking over. I'm pretty sure. Make that shit twerk. Make that gotta, shit clap. I'm pretty sure this is a Pitbull song. Let me know. Ready? Ready? Okay, here he okay. goes. Here he goes. We have. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, they really, it really does twerk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, it is strange. I, you ever I've, seen like a bee bee move its ass like that? It looks like yeah. you see like a bee, the lower half is just pulsating. That's what it reminds me of. It almost oh, looks okay. like a cat <laughs> trying to throw up in fast motion. Oh, wow. Oh, I love it so much. Um, we I'm do so glad fortunately to... have the rights to all of Pitbull's catalog. So oh, yeah. that won't God. be a problem. You go, I like I and, like that he has such a deep voice. I'm a fireball. Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah. I'm a fireball? He says it at the beginning and the end. Yeah. All right. Go do go off, Twerking Mummy. I love Twerking Mummy. If you see one, uh, you what know, was that sort of moment like for you? You know, like let's pretend this is your uh, inside the actor's studio. Right. <laughs> and when you bought Twerking Mummy, what 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 did you then realize about where you were in your career? Uh, I then realized that you know, even if you do have the disposable income to get Twerking Mummy, mm -hmm. it's still not going to feel good to bring uh. it up to the register and say, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I want to pay $20 to right. have this at my house. I've been, it's, I don't know, sometimes it'll just kind of go off though at right. night, which is kind of- Oh, it does go off. There, <laughs> but last Ms. night, Hanny. it was like four in the morning and I have it like up on the shelf above my bed, which oh, I have to move it because it, it fell on my head last night. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Twerking yeah. Mummy's trying to kill you? <laughs> I mean, like, there's the history is full of uh, reports of haunted dolls. Like, there's got to be a, an example of, like, a haunted big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> <laughs> like a haunted, I can't uh, imagine a more cursed item than this, but I yeah. fell asleep watching 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then I woke up being impaled by Twerking Mummy. Oh, wow. Rough night for me. I feel yeah. like, on it, this sounds like a great short for you to write where Twerking Mummy is actually trying to kill you. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't put. I'd it watch that. Him. Thank you. Anyway, thank you. Is it I heard that Twerking you? Mummy chose you more than you chose Twerking right, Mummy. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole waiting for two years. I mean, that's just that's just a right, part, of like plan. The that's part of the plan. That's like the notebook wrapped up yeah. in the orphan. Yeah. There's so many dimensions mm. to this. Yeah, cursed. Uh, cursed item. Fantastic. What is a myth? Oh, uh, quick myth. Uh, you can't get horny for plant. You can't uh, get horny for plant? Yeah, huh? but you can get horny for plant. I'm just, I've, I've been in, on a weird, uh, out of nowhere little shop of horrors kick. Oh, okay. And, okay. And out of nowhere, uh, it's like been popping up everywhere. I'm going to see, a, there's like a local production I'm going to see of it tonight. There were like the, these, um, these clickbait headlines saying that Lady Gaga might be in a reboot of 
uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I'm wow. just on one. And uh, yeah, getting horny for the plant again, just like when I was a young gal. Did you, you get were... horny for plant? I did get horny for plant. Well, oh. Well, I don't know, something about a gaping maw. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it, it's, a, it's basically the movie Teeth. Right. What? Well, um, I just know, I've never seen it. I just know the the uh, poster. And in my mind, it was just about like a bad guy from Mario Brothers. Who, <laughs> who, who voiced Plant in the movie? Ooh, in the movie. Let me double check. Oh, that thing is, is just called Plant? No, no. it's called Tui. It's called Audrey 2. Audrey oh, 2, okay. that's right. And also that was, I mean, that was like a big Rick Moranis, like yes. li- Rick Moranis' uh, lips. Of course. Rick you, now we get lips. to the truth. You That's, love talking about- Because uh, <laughs> of Lips Moranis. Lips Moranis. Yeah. Lips Moranis. It's really good in, in my defense. Uh, let's see, what's, what was his name? Oh, Levi Stubbs. Levi Stubbs, Was the voice of Tui. In the, the great original. Levi Stubbs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think you guys realize this. Stubbs barbecue sauce. Uh, that's sold in grocery stores, Levi Stubbs. Really? No. no. <laughs> uh, I was like, what a legacy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, regular, who's the who's, uh, regular Paul Newman? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What is, um, oh, wait. Oh, he's a baritone singer? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. so the, the plant is, is very, singing and shit? Yeah. The plant is I'm very, so ignorant. Like, very mask plant, but a very vaginal look. Yeah. That's right. interesting. True. It just mask plant, vaginal look. Checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. Oh, um, also played Mother Brain in the 1989 TV series Captain N, the Game mm. Master. There's also a song I really like, of, like by Billy Bragg called Levi Stubbs' Tears. I don't know. I've been thinking. I, I don't know. Mm. Huh. Levi Stubbs. Big Levi, Levi Stubbs, Stubbs energy. It's funny that you brought up Little Shop of Horrors because uh, the president had actually suggested that we put a bunch of the plants from Little Shop of Horrors on the border yeah, wall. Yeah, right. To uh, eat people who tried to cross the border. Uh, oh, no, that, another that's whimsical true, proposal. But, uh, no, that's not well because the real proposal was for gremlins. <laughs> right, you get some the, of those gremlins in the water. In, put them in the water, and they'll be fucked up. Man. Start popping off. There's, from a, from, a Bechtel, from a Bechtel cast standpoint, uh, you know, maybe Little Shop of Horrors is is, is not so great. Uh, but oh, is it not? From a no, pretty bad. Uh, but from a from a musical standpoint, it slaps, and I'm going tonight. Hey, uh, you know, yeah. hey, it's about the art, you know. Yeah, uh, it's about yeah, the art sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, I think. Wait, we're talking about the president's great ideas, right? Is that yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what you're alluding I mean, to? We might as well uh, bring it like up it. real quick. I mean, it's what, not worth a lot of talk. But I mean, it's well, worth... in a way, well, look, it it sort of goes along with the pattern of like. Why don't we? Why don't we nuke hurricanes? Yes. Or like, mm-hmm. why don't we get a space force to fight our space wars? Or really, maybe if we did some, maybe if California did some raking, yeah. they wouldn't have mm. forest fires. Yeah. And this newest one, uh, just another bomb shizzy from the New York Tizzy from an upcoming book about literally. I think it's called Trump's Border Wars. Mm. Um, and, and like in the look inside a lot of the talk around you know the tumultuous time and uh, bombshell from the New York Times. Sorry, I just put it together. Yes, 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 mm. okay, yes. Cool. Yes. Um, and I'll just read this excerpt because it perfectly sums up what is going on in this man's brain. Uh, privately, the president had often talked about fortifying a border wall with a water-filled trench stocked with snakes or alligators, prompting aides to seek a cost estimate. He wanted the wall electrified with spikes on top that could pierce human flesh. After publicly suggesting that soldiers shoot migrants if they threw rocks, the president backed off when his staff told him that was illegal. But later in a meeting, aides recalled, he suggested that they shoot migrants in the legs to slow them down. That's not allowed either, they told him. Right. 
And then today or yesterday when uh, the president of Finland was visiting, they asked him about it. He's like, I never, I never said anything like that. Why right. would I say that? There, there are tweets from around that time where he shares like drawings of the wall with spikes on top. So yeah. Yeah. He's, it's, that was like well documented. It's yeah. so odd of like, yeah, the, the childish way to be cruel. Like it's just, a li- just kind of thinking like, oh man, if this was a movie. Right, really cool, huh? Exactly, like, yeah. You couldn't get it. They're a bunch of snakes. Ugh. Alligators. Ugh. Like, what the... F- like, right. basically a moat around the entire fucking United States yes. filled mm. with animals? Yes. What the... Hell yeah. And it's, it's a just, cartoon. And again, you know, th- this is... Removing all the other shit aside, if you think these are good ideas from a president, I mean, right. I think people have made their minds definitely at this point, but, like, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Mm. <sighs> It, it does distract from all the really awful things he does and, like, because it's sort of, like, adorable stupidity until he starts talking about shooting people. But yeah. it's, like, childish stupidity. Well, yeah, of, and just, like, indulging the most morbid parts of your imagination right. to inflict pain, pain and suffering on people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, that's not enough. Right. Fucking, in his mind, is he just saying, like, what'll happen one migrant just gets fucking ripped up by a gator, then they'll right. know. Yeah, it's right. like a really base approach. To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Oh, I'm a fireball. So is the He's got such money. a deep voice. I'm just yeah. curious. I'm sorry that we keep getting on this. Uh, brought to us by, I think, the company Jemmy. Jemmy, but of course. What? Who thought of this? Like, what? They go twerking mummy, but like weird. What is this like? I love the. I'm just imagining, conga line music. I'm imagining the meeting where somebody just like walks in and puts this on the table. Doesn't even say a word. Just I, presses it. I hope that I hope that there are others like me out there who were also upset in 2018 when Twerking Mummy didn't come back, and then right. they're they're like, apparently we have to make more. There's my, no choice. No, my my guess would be that it was a Popeye's chicken sandwich situation where they just like sold out of it so fast that they mm-hmm. like couldn't couldn't even make enough for the following year. Oh, yeah. you know, a uh, shout out to um, an Instagram follower and Zeit Gang member who spilled the tea on that Popeye's chicken sandwich in a DM to me. Um, really? Yes, 100%. I just want to uh, say, uh, yes, Alex Meow Wood, I see you out there. She was saying her father works as a food scientist on for the company that works on the breading, and they had been working around the clock since June, even because they thought this would it would be fine. And then when all that shit ran out, they're like, oh my God. Like, oh, really? Yeah, they That's had been amazing. fucking putting their nose to the grindstone to get that Just shit out. Just to get all but, of the sandwiches but out? the projections <laughs> were incorrect. Yes. I just want to point out Jemmy, the company that makes your beloved twerking mummy. As I do a little research, I'm looking at some of their other animated figures that they do. Do they do? The first one, and I don't I don't even want to know what the sound effects are because they don't tell you, but Booty first one, witch. Uh, African-American <laughs> Santa with sound effects. Aww. Now I don't know if it has problematic takes or whatever I, or with terrible stereotypes, but who knows? Okay. Uh, they also make Big Head Jack Skellington. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, then they do some other ones, but they also have uh, Dance Boss Boo Banner Ghost, a twerking rabbit. They do a lot of twerking. They plushies. just do twerking plushies. Is that their business? Dance Boss Santa. I mean, look, that's their that's their bread and butter. So all right, Felice Naughty Dog. What? <laughs> 
So fuck Felice. with Jemmy, naughty y'all. Naughty dog. Felice oh. naughty dog. That I don't even know what's naughty. Know. It's that not is. even taking a shit or anything. It just says, oh, it has a background in snack that says, I ate Santa's cookies. Oh. <laughs> okay, Felice naughty dog. Naughty and shit dog. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, funny. That's amazing. It's They're, funny. Uh, Jemmy's writer's room is fucking great. Yeah, they get got, me in there. Yeah, seriously. Wild, like all their um, licensing, like, Disney fucking like official collabs, I guess. Hell yeah. Okay. You know? And there's also a pop and lock Maracas reindeer. I don't know pop where. Pop and lock Maracas I don't know how you do pop like and lock in with ass reindeers. Ass toys. Yeah. yeah. Is that? Yeah. Ass toys. <laughs> well, is pop and locking a ass dance? No, man. Pop no. and locking? Dude, that's Not at all. Foundations right? of hip hop. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Uh, all right, guys. Let's Damn talk it. about less important news from more important to less important. Uh, let's blow that whistle. Huh? Blow the whistle. Oh. Mm. Uh, so let's check in. This is all. This all goes back to Trump wanting the Russia story to not be true. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I think right right now we are so focused on this idea of like. This call with Ukraine to lean on another government right. to do dirty work is bad. But that's mm-hmm. like saying a sentence where like that guy's smoking a blunt indoors in public versus like zooming out and go, that guy's smoking a blunt indoors in a hospital, more specifically in a neonatal intensive care unit. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that's yeah, just yeah. part that's just one dimension. I think the bigger issue here is the sort of everything that's been guiding a lot of his policy, especially when it comes to Russia and things like that. All of the things in the Mueller report and things that we've all read about has a lot to do with Putin's desire to have sanctions lifted. Right. You know, because that's what's really fucking up their economy. The sanctions that Obama put in place for meddling in the 2016 elections are hurting. And also the sanctions that were put in place for Russia invading Crimea. That's another set of sanctions that is fucking Russia up. And again, everyone was saying like, well, what's the quid pro quo here? It was sort of like if you get into office or whatever, you got to fuck with us to get uh, sanctions done or even in a very light way. Because even when you talk about that Trump tower meeting, they, you know, I think the, the, obviously the cover or the intention was we need to talk about sanctions, not children's adoptions as much as I'm sure they care about that. So when you look at that, right, every, every sort of dimension of like what's going on all kind of leads back to that. So whether it was the crowd strike thing that he mentioned on the phone, that is that is trying to discredit the origins of the Mueller report, invalidate the Mueller report. Right. Even it's though basically it, that Ukraine was the ones who hacked the DNC server. And they and not worked Russia. with the Democrats to do that. So therefore so, But I but it's hey an man, inside job. I'm pretty sure the Mueller report totally exonerated you though, right, fam? Right. Okay, but we still yeah. need to discredit that. Okay, okay, let's keep that moving. Um and then I think this whole thing of even Bill Barr going around the world, right? Telling the Australians, the Italians, even he was asking Boris Johnson in the UK to be like, can you look into your intelligence services to see if like they fucked up? Also, like maybe make up some shit so it'll help us. Which he's always down to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think, well, Bill Barr now at this point is completely abdicated, completely um, abandoned his responsibilities and duties as like the attorney general. And now just like an agent for, for the president. Yeah. Um, But when you look at those things too, that is a going to just weaken, completely weaken our even further our relationships with other intelligence apparatuses, at apparatuses. I don't know what the proper apparati. word. Apparati, apparatus, apparatics um, <laughs> around the world. And again, apparatchik, apparatchik. Um, and again, 
discrediting the Mueller report and the the fact that Russia interfered in the elections. Because if they do that and they can say, well, actually, now we have a pretext to say it wasn't Russia, then you could lift those sanctions. Right. And, you know, logically, that would be a, right. a way to do that. So the Trump administration is just like a single like policy arm of Putin's Kremlin. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, all, it all comes back to. I mean, every like all this stuff has, if you really play it out and and do the, you know, look down and down the road, it eventually benefits Vladimir yeah. Putin. Right. Right. And again, with the Zelensky thing, I know we're looking or the media right now, the attention rightly is on the president abusing his power, his office, the the taxpayer, the stature of the United States mm-hmm. to lean on a foreign leader. But um, President Zelensky just uh, like a few days ago said that he was agreeing to the Steinmeier formula, which is this formula that was uh, put together by the president of, well, now current president of Germany. Um, that was an, an agreement that would essentially say that fair elections or there would be elections held in the separatist held parts of Ukraine under Ukrainian law and under the supervision of the OSCE, which is this group of Ukraine, Russia, France and Germany to try and figure out how to make peace in Ukraine. And if the OSCE, they say, OK, if this voting is free and fair, then there will be a special self-governing status for those territories and then Ukraine will be returned. So like you'll get your land back, but essentially they can vote in like a semi-autonomous status for themselves in which Russia will be able to sway that region politically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that means is if this is used to bring them to the table, the Ukraine to the table to, to negotiate with Vladimir Putin, that they could technically end the aggression or the invasion in Ukraine. And then there would no longer be sanctions again. Right. So with Trump basically dragging his feet with the defense for Zelensky, who's like, I need javelins to fight fucking Russia. Like, what the fuck right. is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, and the dragging of the feet, that creates, and I'm sure probably some bit of fear within Zelensky of like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to defend my own country. Right. right. And then, so what's my next option? Do I fucking go to the table to fucking negotiate with Vladimir Putin just to end this shit? Because he did say he wanted to end the the war. Right. But there's a lot of like these are all sort of knock on effects that eventually like if this does work out and they do come to a deal, which Trump has been saying, I think Zelensky's going to make a deal or whatever. It's ultimately uh, could affect the sanctions, too, and give Russia additional sanctions relief. Mm-hmm. So it's a very... Like, I mean, again, there's so many fucking loose ends and threads to mine right. and things like that. That a lot again, of this is coming back to Putin getting what he wants. Yeah. or right. But again, you know, we just don't know, right? What the fuck is going on? Because there's so much stuff that's classified, too, that, like, we really need answers for. And clearly the White House strategy is just to drag their feet and right. be like, well, you know, I know they say they want this shit in a few weeks. But, like, we'll just, like, I mean, their options are, see how do they add way. another article of impeachment to the president for obstructing Congress? Or do they show them the receipts that would actually even make the shit worse. So I wonder if their calculus is like, fuck it, we'll just take the obstruction thing because if they never see this, then then you only have to face like an – I don't know. It's just a very – many cynical ways to look at sort of what's happening. And a lot of people in Ukraine are very upset about uh, this, the possibility of them going to the table with Putin. And I mean the overall consequence of all this shit is, you know, giving Putin what he wants is scary because he is – he will take advantage of that. Any any like weak spots that he sees in other countries, he will you know uh, exploit those. So yeah, that's why you need a strong U.S. government, and that's why the consequence of having this particular U.S. government is 
you know, scary and will end in a lot of people dying in other countries probably. And not only that, right? Like, you know, like I, I would say like maybe a year and a half ago, we're like, imagine what this president will do if like his back's really against the wall. Right. Like we're starting to see that mm-hmm. the complete, I mean, we're, we're very slowly like drifting into being like, yo man, we'll do whatever the fuck we want. Right. We'll fucking, we will suppress dissent. We will fucking out whistleblowers. We will, I'll send the attorney general to try and coerce other governments to spin shit. And the right. attorney like, general will stop acting as an attorney general altogether. Right. To, right. Yeah. And it's all out fired. in the open. And we are slowly crossing that Rubicon. Right. And I think that's a really important thing to remember here. Like, this is very, very fucked up and dangerous. And if we're like, if we're like, oh, well, you know, like doing P, this is getting like every day there's some other new transgression, other violation or whatever that's coming up. And we're like, oh, my God. Wow. This, they're really fucking up. But it's like, no, they're really trying to fucking pull some shit, too. Right. Yeah. And I think it's important that I, I don't know in what way we really need a lot of these Republican members of Congress to fucking stand up or say something or just put themselves on the record. Even if you want to cape for the president, then do that so people can very clearly say, okay, you're fucking part of this whole shit too. Right. It seems like a lot of Republican senators are just kind of staying quiet because they can't bring themselves to back him since what he's doing is so transparently bad, but... They're... They also haven't like spoken in three years. Right. So maybe they just yeah. have lost right. their voices altogether. Yeah, I mean, so a new poll uh, revealed that only 40% of Republicans are willing to admit that Trump, quote, probably mentioned uh, Biden and his son during his call with the Ukrainian prime minister. Uh, over, I, th- I think it's a quarter said that uh, they didn't, he wasn't mentioned, he didn't mention that at all. This poll was conducted September 23rd through the 29th, so uh, he released the actual text or the memo uh, that had basically a description of him, you know, pressuring Zelensky to uh, dig up dirt on Biden. Or even his own words. Right. Like- Uh, On September 22nd. So this entire poll was conducted in the aftermath, uh, and yeah, I mean, I've I've, uh, done a- a mental health experiment where I've been listening to the Fox News uh, satellite radio channel mm-hmm. over How's the past it going? Uh, for the articles, trying not to steer into oncoming traffic, and it's just interesting because everything you hear on that channel is just them being like, "Well, now it's really collapsing back on the Democrats because they really like now their whole story's falling apart." It's all, it's all just. I mean, there there are some like moments of realization where people are like, and yeah, this is really bad, and it's not good. Yeah, well, it's it's a mixed but. bag over there because even when I watch, like, there's it's it is very frustrating because the way they're just their rationalizations are just sort of like, well, you know, Biden's bad too, and right, you know, it's not going to be good for him either. So it's like half acknowledging maybe this <sighs> is bad, but then also being like, but don't worry, and then a lot of the times just straight up lying. Right. And I will say, I mean, as a as a dumb person, speaking on behalf of dumb people. With a twerking uh, mummy. With a twerking, I mean, as a, <laughs> Very specific speaking group. for the twerking mummy, mummy. demographic. <laughs> as a twerking mummy mommy. For the twer yes. mums. Yes. Uh, it, much like the Mueller story, this is an extraordinarily difficult to follow political story for someone who isn't checking political news every second of every day, which is not going to yeah. help any, you know. And it's like, I feel like that's almost, I mean, obviously 
there's a lot of stupidity going on, but it does feel like it's by design to some extent of just to like add in these like bizarre, they're like, oh, Joe Biden is involved. You don't like Joe Biden. So maybe this is like, you know, and, and just sort of adding in, I don't know, like they're just every time I check on this story, which I it has been like one once every two days, mm-hmm. it's completely mutated and right. is no longer like it's just, yeah, I've, I've been extremely skull fucked. Well, because right now or on Wednesday, the inspector general for the State Department, like the State Department watchdog, contacted the uh, Congress like the night before and was like, I need to speak with people urgently about something. Yeah. People and being the oh, like like congressional staffers for the Senate and House. Oh. Of being like, so it was almost like uh, emergency tea report. Oh, I really? need to see. I need to speak with you. Okay. And that's happening on when that that was going on on Wednesday. Um, I'm not quite sure at the time of, as we record this, it's not clear what was said. But I know there are some there was some talk about how um, Mike Pompeo was asking what could be done to, quote, like discipline um, state State Department staffers who were going to cooperate with Congress. Now, I don't, I don't know if it has anything to do with that, but that was another okay. thing floating out there. But if that was, that's completely illegal. Like, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah, how do we fucking punish people for, for obeying doing their the job? Law? Yeah. So again, cool. This is like sort of the where we're headed now. Like, yeah. it's not even. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unprecedented that we have just two different like media ecosystems, and like that there is one media ecosystem that refuses to say anything bad about the Republicans and like they're going to use that to do really corrupt shit like they'll most powerful people will do as will be as corrupt as you let them be and like they just they have it built so that they can get away with a ton of shit so they're going to do that until uh, people start getting the message and doesn't seem like anybody. I mean, it, it seems like things are like this does seem to be slightly different. Uh, CBS News YouGov poll released Sunday showed majority support for an impeachment right. inquiry with 55 percent mm-hmm. uh, of respondents nationwide in favor and 45 percent opposed. Uh, and a CNN poll indicated 47 percent support for uh impeachment and removal from office with 45% against. So it does seem to be moving in a direction that would suggest that people are at least aware, even if they're just like following him on Twitter, like, yeah, it will just, and he's, he's having such a, he's like, they're wasting their time on fucking bullshit. Yeah. He's, it's getting, uh, well, anyway, it's getting very dangerous, actually, to be totally honest. There's also the fact that, I mean, his whole thing, he always goes back to the fact that he has, like, an unprecedentedly good economy. Uh, I think we have a quote from him talking about uh, what the annual percentage growth was going to be under him. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. Wow. Not seven. Seven. Wow. Oh. What is that, LeBron and D Wade? Because so at the at the Miami uh, uh, Heat like uh, uh, big three like announcement, they were like, "How, how many, many titles are we gonna win? Not seven, not eight, and they won two. And yeah. how much? And, <laughs> and what did uh, what did Trump well, promise? So Trump was saying, uh, "I'll just read this quote. Years from now, they." They can make it even more generous if we can get the economy like it should be. The economy now is at 3%. It wasn't. It was at, uh, it's been averaging 2.3 since the recession. Nobody thought it could be anywhere close. I think it could go to 4, 5, 
Maybe in six, ultimately. Hey, Each percentage point is <laughs> 2.5 trillion. We are back. We are really going to start to rock. <laughs> we are really going to start to rock. Are they going to watch EDC? Are they going to the White House? To Michigan! <laughs> there was oh, like a little that. blip uh, at, after the tax cut, which is what we were saying at the time, you know, most realistic people were suggesting was going to happen is it would be like, you know, junk food or, you know, like sugar. It would like burn really fast to right. get like some cheap calories and then they would just Flatten burn out. off and yeah. it would go, go back to what it was before, except now inequality, which was already the biggest problem in American society, would be even more because after the tax cuts, like you're giving way more of the money to corporations and way less to people. Yeah, the one thing, um, just when I think about this, right, because that's one the one thing people were worried that Trump would be able to hang his hat on was the economy just doing somewhat well. Was also like the other the other thing I'm starting to see on Fox. A lot of pundits say, like, or at least trying to figure out the like, possible messaging for re-election would be, like, look, the president just has to say, like, I've I have a plan to make America great, but these Democrats they just won't allow me to do anything uh. and meet me to the table. So like, it's hard for me to follow through on that stuff when I have all these Democrats here. So please, you know, let like let's let's vote these Democrats out, and then we can finally get down to it. It's like. You you controlled the House and no. the Senate, right? How? What the fuck? What are you talking about? Like that's that's not gonna work. It's a very like and again shout out to Kennedy from MTV for all my Yo. all my elder millennials who remember the MTV VJ Kennedy and she's now fucking libertarian trash fire. Really? Yeah. Yes. And no. she's she's like you know and I think it's really I think it's just really absurd for Democrats to talk about all this stuff that uh you know that they're trying to do. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if it can't pass the Senate, then what's the point of even passing all these bills? Like Nancy Pelosi is just trying to make these things, you know, look like they're doing work. But if it can't pass the Senate, then it's just a waste of time. Mm. And but no acknowledgement of like they're passing bills. Why doesn't the president look at them and say, well, OK, what do we what, what's the what's the middle here? Right. But yeah. again, he's not here to govern. He's here to basically escape crimes that he's committed. Um, so, you know, we all win. Yeah, Yay. and by I the think win, that we mean is lose. Yeah. the uh, safe conclusion. Hey, that. it's America, baby. Losers take all. That's right. Fun. Oh. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. And we're back. I'm a fireball. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fireball. I'm a it's weird because he says it kind of twerk. in a southern <laughs> accent, but then the music is very like. I mean, in a Miami way, Beach. it is very An fun. Uncanny Valley item, like yeah. a southern drawl mummy with a big right. butt who knew how to twerk. I would kind of laugh if I was at a costume show and they're like, "What about you, mummy? What's your skill like?" I'm, I'm a, a fireball, <laughs> and then just was like isolating his butt, and I'm like, right. what? <laughs> "All right, southern mummy." Uh, I mean, you just pitched the origin story for the twerking mummy that I think Disney needs to greenlight. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Put it in the extended universe of anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Quick shout out to Bernie Sanders. Uh, had to have a heart procedure and yeah. is suspending his campaign or. 
at least all campaign events for the foreseeable future while he recovers. It looks yeah. like it'll just be a couple of days. And yeah. it's and, and the procedure he had done is like extremely, extremely common. George Bush yes. had it too. Yeah. yeah. I just I always wear like the second like someone a progressive candidate gets sick. Right. Yeah, like, just, the the mainstream media is looking to... for any excuse to write this dude off. Yeah. So, and it's oh, already been You know on Fox like, are gonna be like his heart's gonna explode, right? Or some shit and like it, that. It's like y'all didn't care when Joe Biden's eye exploded. Right. Like the yeah, I just I don't know. I Fox, love, I, I love feel like Bernie is and I don't want somewhat Bernie friendly because they think that he'd be easy to beat. Right. So right. because they, yeah, they think their socialism equals Venezuela and everyone's right. eating each other. Yeah, yeah. Line is like the best takedown. But already, I mean, even the way that some media outlets, outlets are reporting on it, they make it, they make it sound like like the I, I don't even I think I saw like a Twitter moment where it made it sound like the campaign was off. And then if right. you read the story, it's like probably but, for a couple of days. Yeah, they yes. just need to. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and Well, and I even saw like even pundits who are like sort of the center left, like, you know, the people who like act talk woke, but at the end of the day, like if it's down to like Wall Street and working people, they're picking Wall Street. Yes. Like yeah. one person sort of quote tweeted like what happened because they said he had uh, some chest discomfort and like his breathing or whatever. And they're like, are, are they just describing a heart attack? Right. And yeah. just very disingenuously just being like, oh, yeah, maybe he had a heart attack. Maybe he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't know. It. I'm just putting, I'm just reading what they're saying. Yeah. You know? Um, I yeah. Hope and he's okay. It sounds are, like he's okay. He's, his wife said he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, uh, it's, it's, a, it's nothing. It seemed like nothing too serious, but right. hey, shout out to medical technology. Dread, do you remember that time Hillary coughed? Right, you know, right. It's yeah, shit yeah. like that. No, that, and that's, I think, very... And she wasn't even a progressive candidate, so... That's reasonable because <laughs> that's the lovely takedown that they like to do, or like, she fell down a step. Right. Back when we did Bloyd Watch, I remember oh. the National Enquirer was Same always like, time. brain tumor? Right. Brain yeah. tumor? Yes. Apparently, the story that kept, like, when they were doing focus group testing of Hillary Clinton, the story that, like, prior to the 2016 election and after the 2016 election... Uh, and to this day, uh, still comes up is that she has a kill list. Oh, great! Yeah. Yeah. Like Arya Stark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't let yourself get twittered on this story because most of the headlines are dog shit. IMO. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it, it makes it sound like the campaign is off, or it's like a serious thing when it's like a common procedure, and he'll most likely be back in a couple days. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Amber Geiger. Yeah, uh, the convicted murderer of Botham John. Yeah, I um shocked. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. A jury convicted a police officer who murdered an unarmed black man who was eating ice cream in his at, own home. In his own motherfucking home, yeah. was charged with murder. Um, wow, great. Uh, one thing that I think the. A lot of people are pointing out the jury was actually pretty diverse, which, mm. again, y'all, do not duck out of jury duty. Because yeah. sometimes you, there needs to be people in there who understand what the fuck is really going on in this country yeah. to be able to advocate for people on trial and get justice. So I do, you know, th- thank God for these jurors for seeing right through it. Because her defense, they tried to do all kinds of things. They were trying to say, like, well, she thought she was in her own home, so she may have been standing her ground. It's like, what? Mm, no. Right. Like, don't even, don't even try it. They rejected that. They're like, fuck your manslaughter charge. We're going with murder. Um, she did think she was in her own home, though, right? She just... Whatever she thought she was. Right. I, I feel like I still haven't heard an explanation of like what the fuck she was doing. It's an irrelevant. Even if she thought she was in her own home. Right. If you're going to... Sh- 
if let's say someone was in your house and they were sitting on the couch and you're a cop, you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna shoot this dude right here. Right. Yeah. You couldn't, yeah. You couldn't just leave, call for backup or something, whatever the fuck it yeah. was. It just everything just smacked of just someone who probably was always looking to maybe just like give me a reason. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Type person. And yes. right now, and she's in her sentencing phase, and the prosecution, uh, much to, oh, the her defense was very upset about this. They were allowed to introduce some of her text messages to sort of give a little context to what kind of police officer and human being she was is. Um, and they aren't very good because nope. considering she murdered an unarmed black man in his own home, uh, there's one chain of text messages between her and some other police officers because they were working a Martin Luther King Jr. Day parade. One of the people in the chain asked, when does this end, LOL? Geiger replied, when MLK is dead. <laughs> oh, wait. Nice. Good one. Cool. Yeah. MLK death jokes. Uh, uh, and then, uh, then again, um, in September 4th of 2018, so this is maybe a few, like a week or two before the actual murder happened, um, someone was trying to offer Geiger a German shepherd mm-hmm. and said, uh, and then like the part of the text that they show, it says, in response, she's like, oh, I'm going to give you this German shepherd, although she may be racist. Geiger responds, I wish I could have one, but not in this apartment, smaller than my old one. Then seconds later... It's okay. I'm the same. Okay. So, you know, like there's a lot. And I think the defense was like, well, we don't want to take these things out of context. Clearly she that was out here being like, in no, context. like she's very much uh, says shit like this out loud. Right. Is comfortable saying that yeah. uh, I'm racist too. Right. Yeah. That that should actually factor in and what happened here, because I, I don't know what the same. I, I'm sure the situation might be different if she saw maybe a different person. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or maybe she didn't even, you know, maybe she really did know whose apartment she was in. I don't know. Right. But again, but either way, it's like she should go served. to jail. Yeah. yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised to hear that justice was actually served there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. I, this next story uh, ha- has a couple different questions I want to ask you guys. So, a psychiatrist studied uh, 400 different movies and looked for characters that could be specifically diagnosed as psychopaths and then rated them on like how realistic uh, they are as psychopaths. Interesting use of one's time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, three years it took. Uh, That's wow. like an out-of-work psychiatrist gig. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why are the psychiatrist like, You're not going to trying work? to go viral? You're not going to work today? <laughs> I'm doing my study. <laughs> I'm doing my little It's a professor of project. psychiatry, so. All right. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of free time. Uh, was this to sort of, uh, sort of ascertain how unrealistic the portrayal of like people who might truly be psychopaths are, or just being like, these are the most lit psychopaths in movies. Yeah. So, I mean, I think just in general, I don't, I don't know that they went in with uh, a specific ax to grind as much as they probably recognized that movie characters define how we like imagine things happening in real life well right because like movies some of the yeah, most iconic give us some of the wildest misconceptions about reality yeah right? so some uh extremely iconic psychopathic characters that who uh they found weren't realistic hannibal lecter norman bates uh patrick bateman uh and gordon gecko for some reason they found hmm. i guess yeah that's kind of a psychopathic character but they were saying that uh those characters were more just a collection of movie tropes of like villain movie right, tropes, right, right. but not really uh, like the actual 
like clinical findings around uh, psychopathy. Mm. Uh, Anton Sugar, though, is from uh, No Country for Old Men, is the most realistic, uh, along with the guy from M, the old movie. What's about M? It's like a German movie where it's just about like a, a killer, killer, like a child serial killer. Whoa. Um, and Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which I mean, if you're going to call your movie that. Then hopefully do better. some research do some research Ugh, I just yeah there we talk about this on the Bechtel cast a lot of just like how awful mental illness is generally portrayed yeah. in movies and like bordering on uh I mean it's some it's usually just a pile of tropes but then sometimes they will present you with a pile of tropes and then put an actual label uh on it and i i feel like um bipolar, oh, like say, like, gets yeah, that bipolar a lot. ocd or something like right. that right yeah and then there's um like uh, uh multiple personality personalities is, is very often like and it's they just, call that schizophrenic even though like those are not the same thing at all yeah, yeah there's just like so little understanding and it's always like demonized and horrible and it and and the people that uh this list qualifies as um like actually fitting the bill, and I'd be like interested in how this was conducted, but uh, aren't like really super famous movie characters, like or compared to Hannibal Lecter, Norman Bates, Patrick Bateman, that whole bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I y- wonder, was he only going like, well, let's just look at bad guys? When I, I wonder how many protagonists of a film could be like, actually, that. I there's so if if, if Zeitgang has some examples of like uh, movies where mental illness is written well, uh, let us know. Have you ever but seen I just it? always assume that it's bad. Seen what? Like a, a a portrayal through constantly looking at film and stuff like that, that you felt that this is one that isn't just used to sort of give a character a sensationalized dimension for the purpose um, of drama. Not, not that I could think of off the top of my head. Right. No. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, cause, because it's always used for like dramatic or comedic effect, like either right. pull on that like playing someone's mental illness for to heighten drama or playing someone's mental illness to m- make a joke like neither of it is smart to do so i don't, I don't know i get I, I um i'll have to think on it but not that i can think of so one other thing uh they found is that the characters got more realistic with time um mm. which raised a question i've had like i i feel like actors acting has gotten better with time so I've always kind of had this philosophical question, are actors like better today or did people just behave differently back in the day? Because like when I watch a movie in the 40s or from the 40s or 50s, um, I can immediately just be like, oh, they're acting like they, there's like something affected well, about it. They're generally more broad. And they were also using fake ass accents in the, like movies from the 40s and like 50s. That Northeastern. They were using right. the transatlantic accent, oh, which yeah, never even existed, which was like so that made in a lab for movies. So right. It's just like. So they were worse actors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, I, I think also, too, we just have an abundance of information now we can actually tap into. Like if you're, you know, a method actor or something or whatever technique you're using, like you could look oh, at all kinds of research. Right. To I be. To yeah. Show up and do your job. <laughs> I am. Don't all fucking the time. harass the crew, Jim Carrey. Leave people alone. <laughs> what, what, what film was he doing that on? He did, with a movie Man where he was playing Man in the Moon. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just being, I was like, people who are making not 1% of what you're making. He was like, I'm playing a prank on you. I was like, fuck you, man. Method actors piss me off. Yeah. You I, very rarely see a woman. I love how much they piss you off, You actually. very rarely see a woman do method acting because she would be fucking fired. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's just sort of a way to be like, yeah, the way I'm going to get into this is just like indulge whatever like shit is in me to right. become this yeah, character. Yeah. Like I just want to be a dick. So let me just do it. Right. There, my favorite example of method acting is I guess Tom Hardy was method acting when he's playing Mad Max, which like not necessary. Right. Wait, uh, he what? has two lines, but, uh, <laughs> but I guess like he was method acting. Charlize Theron is just a professional actor. actor. And so, so there was like this interview she did where she was like, yeah, Tom was just like, you know, over there, just kind of brooding, and I would show up, you know, talk to the crew, say hi, and then I would do the scene. I was like, yeah, dude, right. that sounds like the job. It's, yeah. uh, Acting, it's right, right, right. It's like that like moment in Extras where Ian McKellen is explaining his acting method to Ricky Gervais, and he's like, and how do I act? So I'm Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action wizard. Right. <laughs> Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. It's like, right, you're not... It's Normal. You're not yeah. Gandalf the whole time. Yeah, right. all all method actors that we're familiar with are arrogant white dudes with purpose. Like it's <laughs> right. just like they're the people who can get away with it. Yeah. The one example that I've uh I find interesting is when uh what's his name? Daniel Day Lewis played oh, yeah. Abraham Lincoln because <laughs> he had to like Oh, wasn't there like a like, no phone policy or something? No well, technology. And, like, around he him? had to be like a, a really like kind and inspiring person for mm -hmm. a year like just around like how do you embody abraham lincoln like on and off set yeah like, that would be so <laughs> weird like i yeah it does i i do feel like most of the time it's just like an excuse to be an asshole if but, i were like, working abraham with someone lincoln, yeah it's, like, it's just an excuse to i be would an asshole. fuck with somebody whose method acting is abraham lincoln right i would just to see like oh is that what abe would do uh -huh. just to keep fucking like mm, really oh, that's an interesting choice yeah. Am I, who am I talking to now? Because right. what I just saw was not Abe. Well, even like the stories about like Joaquin Phoenix on the set of Joker, where he was a like an absolute method asshole to right. everyone except Robert De Niro, and then he'll be Joaquin Phoenix. And right. it's like, okay, right. so you just treat people you don't respect like garbage. Right, right. That's what you're saying. Right. Yes. Also, big fan. Big fan. Oh, big fan. oh big yeah. Fan. Why you work? Yeah. Whatever. Apparently, there's a leaked tape that we'll play on a future episode where he's has a meltdown. Oh, I heard they had a little diva moment. Yeah, a little diva moment. Between De Niro, you're talking about the one between De Niro and Joaquin Phoenix? I think so, yeah. Oh. And there's also uh, there's also an interview where somebody asks Joaquin Phoenix, this was in our episode uh, yesterday, or in uh, the article that our writer J.M. McNabb wrote yesterday uh, for about the Joker. Uh, somebody asked Joaquin Phoenix, like, so, you know, have you thought about the possibility that this would inspire people who are incels. Is this the like, interview who, when he ran away? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, why, no. Why would you, and ran out of the room, and then came back and was like, sorry, I had just never considered that you would ask that question. I'm sorry, like, I've never, I've literally never thought of another person before. Well, so I guess that was actually Todd, really hard I'm sure for if Todd me. Phillips, <laughs> based on what he's been saying as the director, <laughs> they're going to be like, this is, is going to be sick. Loser. Yeah, he's just like, I'm quitting comedy. It was like, dude, I, no one knew you were here. <laughs> right. 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 Like, they're, oh, God. Babies. Mm. Exhausting. Yeah. Babies. What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> method acting. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Which is a form of lying. Oh, which transition transitions uh, lenses brought to you by lens crafters word on the street is lying to your kids can make them liars uh -oh. no watch uh, out now well there's i mean you know a study that was done in singapore but it was like in conjunction with like the university of toronto uc san diego 
uh, Chinese university. They were all kind of figuring out, like, what is the effect when parents lie to their children? Mm-hmm. And what they like said. about Santa Claus and shit? Uh, well, no, generally be like that Jamie used to play. I mean that, <laughs> but also just shit being like, <laughs> Ernie the Elf. did your parents ever be like, yo, if you don't knock that off, I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. And they're going to uh, arrest you. This, that is something that I try to, that do I've, more of do. Like I always try to <laughs> just create elaborate scenarios, uh, that will terrify me. Like children. George Bluth in Arrested right, Development, yeah. the guy with the one arm. Did I you? try and steer clear of doing that stuff where you like make up some yeah, circumstance scary or some shit. consequence right. because yeah. like you just don't want to. Well, so my what, mom used to tell me all the time that she would she would report me to the police. Right. Like she was just like, if it came down to it, if I thought you would learn a lesson, I would call the cops on you. I was like, okay. Whoa. Yeah. She right. still says it sometimes. There you go. <laughs> well, they um they asked a few like young adults because they wanted people who are still somewhat close to their childhood and but right. now adults to be able to sort of have those memories. And they said the re- adults who reported being lied to more as children were more likely to report lying to their parents in their adulthood. Yeah. And huh. okay. they also fa- they said they also said they faced these young adults greater difficulty in meeting psychological and social challenges. So they had these uh, like adjustment difficulties like being disruptive or their experiencing of guilt and shame or like having selfish or manipulative characteristics. Right. Like those, a lot of those people were like feeling that because they would be like, yeah, my parents would like say shit like this or whatever to get me to just believe them on something. Um, but they then they go on, uh, one of the lead authors says, quote, parenting by lying can seem to save time, especially when the real reasons behind why parents want children to do something is complicated to explain. When parents tell their children that honesty is the best policy, but display dishonesty by lying, such behavior can send conflicting messages to their children. And parents' dishonesty may eventually erode trust and promote dishonesty in children. Um, I think that's generally that true. Tracks, yeah. I, especially like your kids are smarter than you think they are. Hell They're yeah. going to know that you're lying before you think they do. So yeah. like don't just find a way, like spend your energy on finding a good way to explain the truth rather than like making up some bullshit. My dad's lie. policy was just break him off with blunt truth yeah. if he's asking for it. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, what's crack? And he's like, it's a drug that's made with cocaine. And people are I'm like, okay. Wow. I might have heard it in a song. And I only tried it a couple times. Yeah, but I think it is good to be honest because like as a child, if you really do have that curiosity and you can explain it to them in a way that maybe isn't going to, you know, completely yeah. fuck up their worldview in a way that might stunt their growth emotionally or right. something. Yeah. You do feel a little, you're like, oh, that's good. I'm getting information. I'm learning this person I can trust. And now I feel a little more, it also helps you feel a little more like, I don't know, as a kid, if you have questions that are answered, more things, there's less uncertainty to you. Yeah. And then, I mean, it does like, it's scary, but there's more general trust i don't i like i even like appreciated when i was younger where like if my dad brought up the possibility that like parents will behave hypocritically even like acknowledging that i was like okay so at least you know and right. and they would they would do that thing where they're like yeah don't do what we do or you'll be like us and your life will suck and i was right. like Whoa. fuck right were, yeah but did he <laughs> but he's friends with cam neely so right he was, he, oh yeah what before no, he not. told you that <laughs> before he told you that did he turn his chair around and sit on it backwards? 
and put his hand They're, over it buddy, kind of like in a cool way. Buddy, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's wearing a backwards hat. Yeah, yeah. He's like, did thing. you just pierce your ear? He's <laughs> like, yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> I think I did it wrong. No, I was like, I would, I would ask my dad why he wouldn't stop smoking and he'd be like, you can't smoke because do you know what my lungs look like? Fucking trash is what they look like. <laughs> like wow. stuff like that. He's like, I'm not I'm not a healthy man and I don't know how long I'm going to live. You're like, oh Whoa, shit. Damn. Like he, was, yeah. he said that? Yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to live. Which you probably shouldn't say your kid. How right. old are you? <laughs> I, would, I, I mean, you're still too young to hear that, I think. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to hear well, he, uh, I've been maybe like eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where like my parents would constantly, because it was like they knew they shouldn't have been smoking. Quick question. But they were pack a day people. Is you that smoke? Why? I don't smoke. You jewel? I don't jewel. See, boom. It works. I mean, and you're the only person under the age 30 who doesn't jewel that it's I've true. ever met. Yeah. Because I heard, true. I heard like kids are just going home telling their moms, you know, mom. Ma. I want a ju- I want a vape. I want a vape. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? No. Oh god. No. Oh, it's the best. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of respecting our parents, I think we should declare war on baby boomers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? A Florida baby boomer was caught on video cutting brake lines of uh scooters of like Whoa. those public scooters. Uh, and I think that's as much a declaration of war as we can get i mean what cutting ba- break yeah right. I, th- I think next they're thing we're coming for find out they're poisoning our vapes i think that's what's no, that's what's happening they're i think that's battery acid dude, in our vapes. poisoning our fucking avocados right mm. you fuck with my avocados bro it's ooh, it's fucking that's... ugly dad and mom <laughs> uh don't think i won't bring this shit straight to my own doorstep anyways what the fuck is a guy was just i'm sure he's been arrested but they don't have yes. a motive or anything uh, they haven't explained a motive. He was caught doing it like a dozen times over the course of a year. Holy shit! He's trying to. I mean, you'd find out pretty quickly though if that the brakes aren't working on them. There is but... something that makes people irrationally angry about those scooters. I mean, there's... you know why? Because they're in the fucking way. But like, but I, I'm not saying. Not I'm pro. I think I'm pro. I, no, no, I'm not against them. I'm, I'm saying pro. I, I'm, you know, I have a, a my mother's voice rings in my head. So when I see shit just strewn about on the floor, I'm like, pick that shit up. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So I think it should not be strewn on the floor. That's what I mean. And I understand because I think for like those like last mile type commuters, that's perfect. Or yeah, for me, like right. going to my it's house to like a metro station, fucking quick. You right. know what I mean? Rather than walking 15 minutes. When I, I see get my shit. boyfriend blazing towards me on a lime, I get all horned up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes up and like does a like spin. Like, Sup, babe. Does a sick Just fucking twist. skids up. What's up, babe? What's up? Hop on the Sup. back. <laughs> Hop on the back. There's a 220-pound weight limit, so we'll see how fast this thing goes. But Hop on the back. We're going to Whole Foods 365. He doesn't even say anything. He just throws a helmet to you. <laughs> God, stay safe. He's like, Not hey, twerk. He's like... He's like, not you, the twerking mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on the mummy. Ah, shit. Well, Jamie. Yeah. It's been so fun having you. Oh, it's always always. a pledge. What a pledge. Where can people find you? (laughs) Uh, Find me online at uh, Jamie Loftus Help on Twitter, uh, uh, Jamie Christ Superstar on Instagram. I I got uh, some some stand-up shows coming up in D.C., uh, if you're a DC Zeitgang, the 18th and 19th, I'll be doing uh, stand-up there. And uh, oh, yeah, I watched the new season of Robot Chicken. I'm pretty sure this weekend um, my, my sketch about Cheeto fingers is airing. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was a joke somebody like shouted out that 
uh, you had written? Oh, uh, that was a, a sketch I wrote called Fourth Wall Rehab, where it's just like characters who break the fourth wall. You know, it's robot chicken. Oh, right, right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was uh, making a demon of Jim from the office and saying yeah. that he's, oh, right. he bullied an autistic beat farmer into moving yeah. out of state. I, I think that's a very good point. Jim. Thank you. Uh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, Jim. Also, John Krasinski a... refused to voice. He's like, I don't do Jim anymore. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. you. Wait, what? Oh, Jack Ryan. I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Fuck you. I do like dog whistle, like neocon yeah. entertainment now. <laughs> neocon horror? Yeah. Yeah. God. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Him and uh, uh, Chris. Chris Pratt? Pat Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Him Chris and Chris Pratt. Pratt can go on an island and fuck themselves. Yeah. Somewhere. Whoa. Chris Pratt. They're both like secret. Secret agent. Oh, is he, is in he my in? mind. Well, they probably they're, not. True. Chris Pratt, rude dude. I mean, I've heard he's rude. To, I is I he rude? That's what he was rude to uh, one of my favorite comedians who <gasps> uh, told me on a podcast. Oh, okay. uh, I heard on a podcast, but he was like, but oh, I. Oh, wait. Want told him. me, you said, you mean you <laughs> heard it on, <laughs> heard it on <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> so he told you like the royal you. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, you know, that's how we experience podcasts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Find me, follow me on you know Twitter and Instagram uh, at Miles of Gray. Um, there are a few. Oh, I never I asked you if you had a tweet you liked, Jamie. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Wait, oh, wait, sorry. Oh, oh right? shit! I need a second, anyways. I'll, I'll call, okay. Let I'll me do my. I'll give you plenty of time. Uh, first one's from Dana Donnelly at Dana Donnelly. Uh, TV pilots in 2019 be like. Her boyfriend dumped her for her roommate, who was also her mom, who was also her employer. Now, single, homeless, with no family and no job, Victoria has no choice but to join a farming commune run by her high school sweetheart and his new wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Is um, true? Yeah. Okay. No. Maybe. Uh, another uh, one. Impossible to say. And <laughs> it's, really, it's really hard to tell. Uh, another one is uh, from uh, H-Bomb at H-Bomber Guy. It says, when someone Ooh, says people don't want comedies anymore, that's not entirely true. The truth is people didn't want The Hangover Part 3. <laughs> uh, and then one more from Dana Donnelly at Dana Donnelly. My plan to lose weight by parking far away from the places I'm going may seem silly. How's walking an extra 100 feet going to do anything? You might think. But look closer. I'm creating a very unique opportunity for myself to be kidnapped, kidnapped, and then starved in a dungeon. Dana. Wow, Dana. 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 By the way, I, I prefer kidnapped as a pronunciation. Yeah, kidnapped. Kidnapped. I've been kidnapped. I've been kidnapped. Also, October 16th, 7 p.m., Hungry Brain in Chicago, you can see Super Producer Anna Hosnier and Shireen Yunus doing Ethnically (laughs) Ambiguous Live for the Chicago Podcast Festival. So get your tickets, pull up, represent. If you're not there and you're in the area, you're not Zygang. Straight up! Thank you. (laughs) And what have you, Loftus? Uh, I, I'm gonna shout out a Cat Cohen tweet. I love Cat. Uh, her, it's uh, when I do the dishes in my apartment. I'm like, okay, I'm in a play. <laughs> <laughs> All of her tweets are the best thing ever. That's <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, I'm in a play. That <laughs> uh, and more at Cat C Cohen. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, bless her. Uh, uh, on the subject of baby boomers, Josh Gondelman tweeted, truly incredible baby boomer move was deciding that all rock music by bands they like is classic. 
no matter when it was made or whether it's good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Yes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this is a track from Washed Out. Uh, not brand new music from, I don't know, that album, Mr. Mellow, that came out a while ago, I think. Uh, this one's called Floating By. You know, if you get into um, Washed Out, if you aren't already into Washed Out. Yeah, um, the Portlandia theme song, ever heard of it? Yeah, ever heard of Idiot. it? Idiot. And also, I did play fuck? one of his early, uh. early tracks uh, when, like, a year ago or two years ago when we did a 420 episode where I was only doing, like, weed-based uh, things. He has a track called, I think, Marijuana that's also a really Ooh. cool instrumental. But anyway, this is floating by with his dreamy, dreamy vocals. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hell yeah. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you guys then. Bye. Have a great night. Bye. Sleep well. Me, so